Let me, let me read for us about that love of God. And these are the words of Jesus from John chapter 15, verses 9 through 13. This is what Jesus said. As the Father loved me, I too have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I've said these things to you so that my joy will be in you and your joy will be complete. This is my commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than to give up one's life for one's friends. You know, tomorrow is Memorial Day, a national holiday. It's a day when we remember those who died in service to the United States. It's also probably why we have more people watching online than we normally would. Many of you from the lake, hello. And for some reason, it's also a day to get a great deal on our washer and dryer. I don't know how that happened. Originally, it was called Decoration Day. Right? Memorial Day was established after the Civil War by General John Logan, who wrote this in his official proclamation. That this day is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers and otherwise decorating the graves of our comrades who died in defense of our country during the late rebellion and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet churchyard in the land. And then in 1968, Congress declared the last Monday in May a federal holiday named it Memorial Day. And it memorializes not just those who died uh, serving our nation in the Civil War, but then all subsequent wars, the first two world wars, the Vietnam War, the Korean War, uh, Iran and Afghanistan. And, and granted, it's, it's a national holiday. It's a secular holiday. It's not a religious holiday, but I, I would just like to take a moment and ask um, if there's anybody in here who has a family member or a friend or a neighbor or acquaintance or, or someone you served with who died serving on behalf of our nation, I just want us to recognize that connection to this congregation. I want to invite you, if that's you, if, you, if someone in your family or somebody you know or served alongside gave their life serving, uh, would you just either stand or raise your hand just as a way for us to know that? And I invited the same folks who are with us online, just as a way to say, yeah, um, me, I know someone. Um, and if you'll leave that up, remain standing or leave your hand up, I'm going to say, look, can we take just, just a moment of silence to acknowledge that? Thank you. I mean, we, we honor their service. Uh, it's really something too big for words. But we, we take this opportunity in our country to honor and memorialize and remember and appreciate that someone would die in defense of their country. 
And in the scripture we just read, Jesus spoke about what it means to give your life for somebody. Yes, tomorrow is Memorial Day, and and I hope that we will all take the opportunity to remember and observe that in some way. And and in, in some way, I think it's fitting that today in the church calendar is Trinity Sunday. In our liturgical calendar, this is Trinity Sunday. All right, just a little bit on that. Liturgical, right, the the liturgy of the church. I know that's probably not a word you're slinging around all the time, Uh, but but it it has meaning. The liturgy, we get it from the Latin, which actually then comes from the Greek and the word in the Greek that is the root of liturgy literally means public service. It, It means the public service of God or the public worship of God. And in our sort of common vernacular, I would call it the work of the people in the church. And so in our liturgical calendar today, our work, our public service is our observation and acknowledgement of the Trinity. The the holy mystery that is God three in one. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And and I hope you'll just give me a little latitude there with the gendered reference to God as Father. Uh, It's consistent with sort of the biblical patriarchal history that we have, um, but it is, I think, limiting in describing the true fullness and character of God, uh, unless you think being a guy who's had a kid makes you the top of the world. And uh, I am one three times over. And I think it makes perfect sense to look for a bigger, better metaphor. But nonetheless, the Trinity is when we observe and recognize the presence of God in three ways. And for Methodist Trinity Sunday, is actually, it's a, it's a moment of transition. In our liturgy, in our liturgical calendar, we're transitioning from a season of preparation for discipleship and ministry that is characterized by Lent and Easter into a season of living out our discipleship on God's mission in Christ's name and by the power of the Holy Spirit. So tomorrow our nation memorializes the people who gave their lives. Not war, or battle, not even victory, or conquest, or military might. No, we memorialize those who served on our behalf, even unto death, who served as a way of life. And so how fitting it is that on Trinity Sunday, This is the moment in in the liturgical life of the year where we turn to serve, where we symbolically go to work to serve one another, to love one another, to live out our faith. And there probably won't be a big Trinity Sunday sale at Brandsmart, granted. But it it makes me think about a conversation I had in one of our Zoom Sunday school classes uh, on this subject. We, we came on the subject of military service and um, just 
naming and acknowledging the folks connected to our congregation who have served or who serve. And we named what I thought was an interesting sort of both and when it comes to military service. Because on the one hand, it's a good thing that we haven't had a world war in a long time. It's a good thing that we aren't sending young people off to die by the thousands or hundreds of thousands. It's a good thing to to experience more stability or peace for us as a nation. And yet, there's something that is gained by public service. There's something, there's honor and value that you learn and, and gain and understand by serving your nation or your community. And so it's an interesting sort of both and about where we are right now as a nation. And in the words of Jesus that we read just a minute ago about serving, Jesus said, I love you. I love you the way God has loved me. Remain in my love. Keep my commandments. And this is my commandment. Love each other the way I've loved you. Jesus said to his friends, his followers, his disciples, to you and to me, I love you. I love you with the love of God. God loves you. That is for you today. God loves you. Even in the moments when you feel unloved or unlovable, God loves you. And He loves you through the person of Jesus who said, I love you. See how I have loved you with His disciples, according to John. He had just finished sharing the Passover meal with them. And prior to that, he had gotten down on his knee and gotten the basin of water and the towel and washed their feet and served them in a way that was both humbling for him and them. And he said, see how I have loved you. By serving you. By giving of myself for you. So remain in my love. What we celebrate today in the life of the church and what we celebrate every day in the life of the church is the love of God and Jesus Christ for all of us. And Jesus calls us and invites us to remain in that place of love. And when we are loved by him and love others in his name, then he says, you will have my joy. And my joy will be complete in you. The way of Jesus is the way of loving sacrifice. Not of war. Not of battle. Not to fight and win, but to love and to serve and to give.
I get concerned when I hear language in the church of fighting, of battles, of contending, of contentiousness, of winning. That's not who we are. That's not the character of Jesus. Jesus' way, his model for living was to lay down his life, was to give of himself, was to serve his neighbors, especially the least and the marginalized and the hurting. And Jesus says, when you love the way I love, you'll know joy. There's no joy in war. There's no joy in death. The joy is in living life the way God created us to live. And I know that the followers of Jesus in this church are doing things big and small to love and serve our neighbors. And, and if you want to practice, this is a great place to practice that loving service. I mean, I can just name things off the top of my head like the Vacation Bible School that we have coming up. It's going to be a great way that we get to love and serve the children and families in our community. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we had some people from our church out here trimming the vines off the trees so they don't choke and kill the trees. Just to keep our campus a wonderful and beautiful place, not for us, but for our community, for our neighbors. And they're gonna, that's going to happen again this coming weekend. We had some guys out here uh, building a pavilion that you can see it back behind the kitchen. Uh, just to create another spot on campus for people to be able to gather and spend time together on holy ground. I mean, there are all kinds of ways that we can practice here together loving service and follow in the way of Jesus. So as we look towards tomorrow and, and we remember and give thanks for those who've served our nation even to the point of giving their lives. We remember that that was the way of Jesus, to serve, to give of himself. And we hear his call for us to remain in that same love as we love each other. So I invite you to consider, where are the opportunities where are the ways for you to live in loving service to your neighbors? Where are the ways for you to remain in Christ's love like that? And I want to make that a prayer for us. So I'm going to ask you if you'd pray with me. And, and the musicians are going to come and lead us in one more song after we pray. But in the spirit of prayer, I want to name for us all that Jesus said the greatest love is his. That he laid down his life for you, for me, for all of the world. One died for us all that we all might live 
that no one would have to die again. And every time we act in loving service to one another, we're living out the legacy of the loving service of Jesus. Let us pray. Oh God of us all, we don't want to create any more fallen or wounded soldiers. No more fallen or wounded souls. So it is our prayer that hate would be replaced with love. That the need for control would be replaced with trust. Warring would be replaced with peace. That sadness be replaced with joy. That death be replaced with life. This is our prayer together. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.